about that? Is it gossip? No, he doesn't talk trash. Did you say this was a daily podcast? Hello, my little peanuts. It's me, your host, Lance Bass Giggles and Turkey Turchin, because today's Friday. That's right. Yep. And that means it is Reality Roundup. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yep. Why is my voice going out? I can't do the... Ooh. Oh, I was going to go, ooh. nay. You're going through the change. <laughs> I'm going through... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I finally hit puberty, guys. It's about time. Um. All right. Today, guys, the reason I'm on your show today mm-hmm. um, is because I really love who we're interviewing i'm so excited yes. um and i just wanted to be here just to to be able to meet val garland who yes. is on the netflix show glow up they've already had a season one it's on bbc three but also netflix here you know in america mm-hmm. yeah season two just started over in england so you can mm-hmm. watch it bbc three there but it will be coming to netflix season two soon soon mm-hmm. but we already saw the first episode we, did. we, we got some advanced it advanced good. copies it was good night i don't i'm not into shows like this usually i know right? you usually are know. but you love this but one. I do. It's I th- great. It's something, you know, because I think it's Val that I love so much. She's amazing. Ding dong. Yeah. Ding you get dong. a good host and I'll watch anything. I know. And it will, it is pretty fascinating it's too. A, and it's a great creative show. I mean, it, oh, it, yeah. they're artists. So you just well, watch you're so, this amazing You're art. fascinated with what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, when you say, oh, this is a makeup show. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. well, okay, makeup. How can like, that, how that be interesting? But man, what right. they do to your face and just, I mean, it is beautiful. It's not just like contour no, and like there's some a palette. prosthetics and just yeah. crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun. Like special effects. Yeah, no, I can't wait. I would really like Michael to do a crazy makeup on my face just to see. That would because I know. I've always Because as an about artist, that. do you think you probably would be a great makeup artist? I mean, yeah. I, would think, I feel like if I, I practice, so. I feel like I, I let's I could practice. Be you know what? You can do it. We'll we'll film it. We can do a sometime. tutorial YouTube yes, video. <laughs> I'll buy a bunch of cheap makeup and I'll take some or, tutorials and or I'll, you can you, well, or you use can yours. Use mine. Because <laughs> I have probably 15 palettes. It's like I'm not a makeup artist. Why do I have 15 palettes. Lord, if I was a girl, I would have so many. I know because you're like, I need that color. And I, but when you have a palette, I use like eight colors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? See, and the others don't get touched. I think Turkey would be really good at it because I think knowing his artistic style, right. I think he would go very, like, very natural, but with pops of cool colors. It'd be cool to see. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's like my... natural, 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 but then like a crazy, uh, what do you call it on the eyelids? Uh, mm-hmm. Eyeshadow. Add eyeshadow. You know what? I haven't even started my makeup career, but I already have a signature look. Yes, you do. Yes. Thank yes, you. you do. Well, Thank you know, you, natural you know, with a pop Peachy of Keen was a, a Mac a Mac artist. Peachy King, I didn't know that. She mm-hmm. sure was. She sure was. Okay. So she can help Michael yeah, with the basics. That's why her makeup is always so good. It I is. know. It's always it so good. Yeah. Well, pre-quarantine. <laughs> I think I've done <laughs> I think I've done pretty well with my own makeup for all these little interviews I have to do. Well, yes, but well, it's, it's it's easier on Zoom because it's not as clear. Right. And um, it's easier for a man. <laughs> I will, says who? Yeah, well, I would agree. There's less. I mean, you're, yeah. You just have to make sure you're not shiny and like your skin tones. That's even. the bit. I've but learned you do how to do a great job, babe. You Thank do. I'm not trying to take away. from I will you take the job. shine away, and I'll put a tan on, and I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't have to worry about your eyeshadow and eyebrows and lips. I would and... like to put guy liner on. <laughs> no, it would just. You, you know what I find oh. with guys? Whenever guys wear guy guy liner, they can't get it all the way off. 
I'm like, why, why is it on you for four days? It's true. Because it's hard. It hurts. It hurts taking it off. It hurts putting it on. It doesn't come okay, off. Okay, well, the, you're doing something wrong. No, because work. I just, so we did, you know, we did our a drag a couple of years ago. And so they did the eyeliner where they do the, the very top of your bottom lid. It's called like the, 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 the waterline. Okay. Yeah. The mm-hmm. waterline. <laughs> oh, tight line. A tight line. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That, no, that hurts. They're well, did they use a your pencil eye? or yes. a glide, like a like a soft one? Because I, I have like a, a gel. It was one. probably a pencil. I don't know, but yeah. it, it was. I felt I felt the head of the pencil go into my eyeball like several times. Wet and wild, and I, and I can't. Yeah. I just don't. I my eyes are so sensitive. So mm-hmm. even if you know I'm doing a show and they're mm-hmm. doing makeup. And they have to put the eyeliner on. It's it's so hard for me. I my blink too much. I cry. You, I think it would help if you tried to do it yourself because it's different. Yeah. You know when you do it yourself, True. and you need like a glidey pencil. Don't I don't use like a pencil. Do they even make those anymore? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I yes, don't. They do. Or you can use um like a a it's like a pot, and it's uh what do you call that, Jess? Oh, a pot. A like gel a gel pot. paint pot, and then you get a brush and you just like you know. Okay. But I know once you hit that tight line, is that what it's called, tight line? Um, that doesn't go away for like a week. Like you can't get that out because you're not scrubbing that off. You're not going inside drywall. See, I, I don't have that problem. Really? Oof. <laughs> well, you got to be gentle with the wipe. You just kind of pull your lid down and kind of. Nah, Man, just let it... I'm just happy I don't have to wear makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My eyes would water and I would just have smudged makeup all the time. I know. That's that's a problem I'm having with <laughs> Isn't that. Isn't weird mascara? though that uh, men wore makeup? You know, about a hundred years ago, like the pharaohs. Oh, no. okay. Pharaohs yeah, when the pharaohs longer. lived a hundred years ago, in nineteen twenty, the pharaohs. You guys, the I have pharaohs no, of nineteen twenty. Really have problems with with geography and, <laughs> and like timelines. Time when Cleopatra roamed the well, no, earth. But what do you mean, like old timey, like nineteen twenties newspaper? No, men? no. Like we're not saying nineteen twenties at all. That's no, all you. We're saying over a hundred years ago. You know, in in. A lot of our you know, existence like, like here, the Victorian era, yeah. like before that, you oh, had yeah. men like, that white wore faces with the, the with the powder, powder, yeah. and the wig, lipsticks, and, and rouge. But aren't you glad that that doesn't exist? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank goodness! And imagine back then too, especially you know, you living in Europe, you're wearing these wigs and all the white makeup and all that. It's hot, uh, hot as hell, and there's no air conditioning. No, none. and the, those clothes are so intricate. and no oh. deodorant. That's mm. gross. That's all I think about when I think of old times. I can't think of anything. Oh, live back so then. Badly. No, I would never live in old times because no. you don't have showers. You don't have toothbrushes, really. But, but and you don't know any different. Like, it might not smell bad to you. To oh, them, they would. might think that's a good smell. Because yeah. some people There's love no the smell of B.O. Yeah, but that's like Wait, a thing. For, that's a, yeah. a specific it's true. thing. Yeah. Some um, people would like it. The majority won't. Wait, how do you think they did makeup in pharaoh times like clay? They used berries and uh, to, for the colors. <laughs> And cl- I think they use clay, too. I mean, I don't know. Like, well, yeah, they just it with use, water? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, a little mud. I don't know. All right, guys. Let's call Val. All right. She's L'Oreal Paris' uh, global makeup director. That's, That's amazing. A nice one, and I do love my L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, British Vogue contributing beauty editor and mm-hmm. author of Validated, the makeup of Val Garland. Let's give Val a call. Hey, Peanuts, I just discovered Peachy's in my new favorite subscription box. It's called Causebox, and I need to tell you guys all about it. Causebox is a quarterly, that means four times per year. Do you know that, Jess? Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I needed yep. that. Well, it's a subscription box curated by women for women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that are ethical, sustainable, and have positive missions to give back and make the world better. 
That's what we should all be doing. I love that. And honestly, I might have taken some things from the calls box myself because they were that cool. And remember, this is made for women. Mm-hmm. Every cause box is limited edition and comes with six to eight full size products. You can that's, see that's the thing. All those mini they're ones always come. They're size, full size, like yeah. Big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get everything from skincare and jewelry to homewares and accessories. The last four boxes sold out within days, which makes total sense because you get over two hundred fifty dollars plus worth of products for only fifty dollars. Insane. Yep. I love that. So we got our own sample boxes, and here's just a few of our favorite things. <laughs> we got a correcting primer that I put on my face right before. For this ad read, I sure did. Totally did. Mm-hmm. And it feels really nice. Hydrating. A bento box, which I've been trying to get my hands on for a while, but uh, Peachy Keen here stole it, but that's okay. The <laughs> coolest true. duffel bag that is such a good weekend bag, but that went to giggles. <laughs> and a jade roller, which I stole and it's in my freezer. You got to keep that though. Mm-hmm. Good. I won't spoil the whole box for you, but these were just a few of my favorite things. Did I mention the insulated wine tumbler? That went to Michael. And that one goes, see, it's, it's one for the whole family. <laughs> And also, how cool is this? Causebox also comes with an exclusive magazine that tells the story and mission behind each product in the box. Causebox just launched their summer box, and I think it might be their best box yet. And we are on pins and needles waiting for ours. And one of the best parts was just getting my Causebox in the mail. They ship it right to your door for free and opening it and feeling like I got myself a huge a surprise bundle of gifts. It's like Christmas. Yeah, it's like your every birthday. Months, yeah. Every, every, yeah. Four three months, months four months yeah quarter that is four months not every three months no three months, three months. yeah four times wow, a year we're terrible uh-huh, at this. Uh-huh. Okay, yes. but together Quarterly. we got to the right answer and that's what matters it really does <laughs> so the best part of this of course is i got my listeners an exclusive discount peachy Go to tell me more, Lance. Go to callsbox.com slash pop and use the code pop to get your first box for 30 percent off so you get your first box worth over $250 for less than $39 and free shipping. Go to Causebox right now. And I can tell you firsthand, you're going to love it. Causebox.com. Woohoo! Slash pop. Hello, Val Garland. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How is everybody? Uh, very good. How are you doing today? Yeah, no, I'm really good. I'm really good. It, um, you know, the sun shines all the time where you are, but here in England, it's very rare. So it's quite exciting. The sun's out. Yeah, yeah. We're very lucky to be here in California where it's always sunny, but, you know, we don't want to brag. We don't want to brag. No, no. Uh, <laughs> so, Val, we are loving your new show. Uh, we just started the second season last night with episode one. It was so incredible. Um, and we hear you started your journey uh, doing hair when you were younger, um, you went to Sydney to train. Is that right? No. Oh no! Um, Give us the lowdown. No, I um I um come from the West Country of England, so I grew up in Bristol. And um, when I was fifteen, um, I just thought, you know what, I don't, I don't need school. I'm going to go out and get a job. And um, I thought, yeah. I'm going to be a hairdresser. So I started as a hairdresser in Bristol, in England. And um, then um, about three years later, I got married um, because I thought, why not, uh, very quickly. And um, my then husband, you know, um, he sort of said, I'm really bored with England. You know, I think I was sort of like 18 and he was like 20. And I was like, yeah, so am I. And he said, 
you know, let's go, let's let's go somewhere else. And I thought he was going to say, let's go to Paris, let's go to New York, but no, he said, let's go to Australia. I like and that. So I found it in Australia. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Australia is one of my favorite places. I actually stayed a good bit in Bondi, and it's uh, one of my favorite places ever. Um, well, now, what is it about makeup that really drew you to it and wanted to make this, you know, your career? Well, I am. Um, I always painted my face. Um, remember, this was the eighties, mm-hmm. so there was a big sort of new romantic sort of scene um, in Australia. Um, uh, for me, especially, and I was, um, I was always in the gay clubs, you know, because they were just so fabulous and everybody was so free, and you know, you could just be who you wanted to be. Um, and always, each time you go to the club, you'd want to be a different character, you know. So I was always sort of like painting these crazy sort of like images on my face, and then when I started doing hair for session work. Um, in Australia, like freelance um, hairdresser, um, you have to do both in Australia. So you have to do hair and makeup. So I kind of learned my sort of makeup skills from um, some of my friends that were drag queens. And uh, I then had to sort of like reapply that to a natural sort of makeup on the beach at Bondi, which, you know, sometimes I found very difficult, (laughs) but I got there. You only learn by making all mistakes. Uh, I love painting. Nice. Do you remember when your first break was? What would you say that was? Uh, My first break. I think my first big break was probably um, being introduced to Alexander McQueen. Mm. Oh, wow. That is nice. What was that meeting like? Yeah. You know what? I mean, we were, I'd come to London. It was 19, sort of 94. And I was hanging around with these, you know, um, young kids, just like myself. And, you know, we were sort of like working together, um, doing a few sort of little shoots and things and testing. And this friend of mine who uh, was a stylist at the time, Katie England, she said, oh, look, um, a friend of mine, wants me to do his show, uh, would you like to do the makeup on it? Do you want to come and meet him? So I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. And so we go to this tiny little studio in Hoxton, in like, uh, yeah, in in Hoxton. And we sort of like open the door and it's basically, it's a small room. And there in the corner is sat Lee McQueen sewing a frock. And he was like, all right. And I was like, yeah, all right. And... But you didn't realize you were in it and you were doing it, but you didn't realize that this was an iconic historical moment. Yeah. You just got on with it. Oh know? my gosh. And uh, I mean, that led you to so many incredible things. You're L'Oreal Paris's global makeup director, uh, British Vogue contributing beauty uh, editor. Uh, you also just authored um, the book Validated the Makeup of Val Garland. I mean, you are killing it right now. Oh, and by the way, I'm I'm using L'Oreal for my hair color. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Excellent. Um, right. I got the smoky blue in. Yeah. Uh, um, so after, you know, when this show came to you, was it an immediate like, yes, I want to do this? Or did they have to kind of talk you into it? Okay, so this is how it happened. It was um, like a bank holiday weekend. Um, I was out in the country and I was actually just pulling out of a, uh, a supermarket car park. 
and my phone goes. So I stop the car. I've got my godchild in the car with me. She's kind of like about 25. And this um, person, this lady from the BBC starts chatting to me and says, like, look, would you like to, you know, we'd like you to be a judge on this um, new makeup show that we're going to do. And so we chatted for a while, and then I ended the call, and I looked at my godchild and said, you're not going to believe who that was. That was the BBC. And she was like, really? And I'm like, yeah, they want me to do a makeup show. That's never going to happen. Didn't think any more about it. You know, and then they got in touch with my agent and sort of said, oh, look, we'd like to shoot this in August. And I said, well, that's not going to happen because the whole of Europe goes on a holiday in August. We do not work. And then, um, so then they sort of, yeah, they came back and we kind of worked it between shows in September. And, uh, but I had no idea how it was going to work because prior to that, I didn't really watch reality television. So, you know, um, I just went in there and just said it like a valism. You know, and I think I am quite, well, I think I'm, I'm quite honest. You know, if I like it, I like it. And if I don't, I'm like, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how everyone is, is into makeup these days. Um, I, years ago when I first started my production company, Giggles and I here, the very first show that we developed was a show like this. It was a makeup show. No one would buy it. They're like, no one wants to see this. Then 15 years later, everyone's into makeup. What, what do you think is the contributing factor to why everyone is so obsessed with, you know, makeup? First and foremost, I mean, social media, yeah. you know, um, encouraged people to do makeup on themselves. Yeah. And, you know, it is a way of expressing yourself and, you know, changing up your look, whether you want to be, you know, totally glamorous or whether you want to, I don't know, it just gives people confidence. You know, it's like, you know, you sort of say, oh, look, you know, I can't answer the door till I've got my face on, you know. <laughs> It, you know, it gives you confidence. It empowers you. Um, yeah, and why not? Yeah. You know. And in this new Zoom world, we're all learning different ways of because you have to adapt with. You know, I mean, it's it's a different lighting, all that. So we're all mm -hmm. learning how to make ourselves look better, even in our Zoom meetings. You know, so it's, it's a whole new world. <laughs> whole new world. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've been doing Zoom meetings between, as I'm sure everybody has between sort of like London, New York and China. And, you know, we've got stylists in one country, we've got hair, maybe photographer in another, and the models in Czechoslovakia. And, you know, we're all coming together. And I'm actually saying to the model, this is what I want you to do with your makeup. No, not like that. Do it like that. You know, so we're doing hair and makeup and styling remotely. It's oh, wow. bizarre. You know. Wow. Yeah. But it, it does work, you know. It's um, yeah. It's been a. It's quite. It's very exciting. Wow, that's yeah. That would be hard because <laughs> I saw. Yeah, actually, I think if we if we were doing zooming um, mm -hmm. fifteen years ago, then it would have been hard. But mm -hmm. so many people today are experts on that's makeup, true. right? You know, every you know everybody knows how to you know, to contour, mm -hmm. highlight. And if you don't, there's a tutorial up. for you. <laughs> yeah, you can just look it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, 
don't True. Um, I have a question. Where do you get a lot of the inspiration for your work? I get asked this question a lot. I'm a I'm an artist, a painter. I that's what I do okay. for a living. So people ask me all the time. It's actually a question that kind of annoys me when people ask me, where do you get inspiration? Because it, it changes all the time. And I, sometimes I don't well, really have the best answer for what, that. Yeah, that's what I think. And um, I just get inspiration from life. Yeah, you, same. I could be, um, it's quite hilarious because um, in the village where I live, I've got to make a scarecrow for Monday. And I'm thinking, what am I going to make this scarecrow out? It's mm-hmm. got to be something around here because I can't get anything. Anyway, I've worked it out. But I think you get your inspiration from everything. It could be a film. It could be music. It could be a walk in the countryside. It could be your garden. And, you know, I look at a lot of art. I love art. And um, that inspires me. And if I really am stuck for an idea... I'll get in my car, I'll put on classical music, and usually I come up with something, you know. It's, I think something is about relaxing your mind, mm-hmm. not looking at what anybody else does mm-hmm. and just thinking, okay, what's coming to me? And the first idea you think of is always the right one. Yeah, So true. I'm going to steal that answer now. Every time someone asks me, I'm going with that. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's good. <laughs> um, Val, I'd like to know, are there any, do you see a makeup trend that is going to be, you know, the fad for the next like few years? Do you see something coming yeah. in like, oh, everyone's doing this? The fad for the next sort of coming season. Well, I think, I think as much as we love makeup, I think the biggest fad that we are in and are going to be seeing is skincare, 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 skincare. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, because I think we have seen so much makeup. And, you know, like, um, oh, uh, I don't know, six months, eight months ago, everybody had like a palette and they're yeah. like a palette with like 145 colours that they were going to get on. <laughs> You don't see that anymore. People aren't doing the palette thing. You know, they're doing more about the sort of like facial massage and, you know, 101 products, mm. you know. <laughs> do, you, um, do you and Dom on the show, do you guys have a lot of creative input for the challenges or is that just like the producers coming up with it? Do you guys help them at all? No, absolutely. We do help them. You know, um, because the producers are coming at it from um, production. Right. What do they think would make good telly? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm coming at it kind of like, well, is it beautiful? Does mm-hmm. it work? Mm-hmm. You know, Dom's going like, is it technical? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going, yeah, but it's more arty and the expressions there. You know, mm-hmm. that one's more technical, but it's boring because it's been overworked, yeah. you know. So there's a lot of banter that goes on. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, – yeah, we do. We all sit around the table and, you know, we all talk about what's going on and, you know, what we think is good and what we think would be good because mm-hmm. there are things that – I'm going to say it again. There are things that make good telly, but yeah. technically you can't say that because – that doesn't work. It's not a makeup technique or, you know, people won't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. People won't believe it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, 
What what are your go-tos like must-have makeup products right now? Is there anything you're like dying over or or that um do you want me to actually name products? Well, or you can name, I mean, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, my when we're talking about skincare, mm-hmm. my number one skincare product is a L'Oreal product. Oh, nice. And it's called Revitalift. Oh, yeah. I use that oh, every yes. day. We use Revitalift. Oh, my God. Everybody should be using this. It's so you know, good. It's won, it's won awards. It's fantastic. I love that. Um, so I use that all the time. Um, you know, what else do I like? You know, uh, you know, I love a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love a cream. There's masks. I mean, I use lots of masks, but there's mm-hmm. one mask that, um, I don't know if you have it there. It's called 111. And, um, mm-hmm. that's the name of the company, but I don't know if that's, um, out there where you guys are you know uh, there's a there's a great mask that i found it's um aztec uh mud it's like or, or no it's aztec indian clay um and it's i mean you put apple cider vinegar in it you mix half and half mm-hmm. with that and it's the most amazing mask i've ever put on my face your skin is so clear after but it's called aztec mm-hmm. indian clay go Ex- check that out mm-hmm well can i tell you something that i've been doing whilst we've been in lockdown mm-hmm. okay so I'm in the middle of nowhere and landed here with um, just kind of like a weekend bag of things. And we're kind of like nine, nine, ten weeks in now. Anyway, so I was rapidly running out of, you know, cleansing products for my skin. And I was thinking, right, what can I do? And I remembered something that my mother used to do. So get a bowl. Boiling hot water, get some lavender oil, some geranium oil, pop that in there, like about five drops of each, or anything else you want to put in there. If you've got a bit of a blocked up nose, you can put in eucalyptus. Then you get a towel, tie your hair back, get the towel over your head, you towel over the bowl, and you are doing your own steam facial at home mm-hmm. and it's amazing yeah that's Ooh, we're nice. gonna try that tonight. yeah we well, are. I'm gonna try that <laughs> too. fantastic and it's something that you you know you've forgotten about because you think you need to go out and you've got to buy this product and that product and da, 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 yeah. you know no it's a great oh, idea that's a good tip we'll be we'll be over the, <laughs> the stove much. tonight i know right <laughs> definitely all right should that. we get in yeah now we're now let's get into the actual Glow up, because we God, had that questions. first episode was so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Are we going or are we glowing? <laughs> we are glowing. All right, guys, you've seen our social media. You know how much we love this company. I would consider it one of the best exercise equipment out there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hydro is a state-of-the-art rowing machine powered by innovative live outdoor reality that places you on the water with elite athletes. All these Olympians are so great. Giving a full body workout that is equal parts challenging and immersive and unlike any other. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's I do cool. a lot of the Miami ones. I, I recognize a lot of those like, 
you know, you just rowing in Miami. Yeah, it's really nice. That's cool. Rowing works 86% of the body's muscles versus 44% with cycling, making the ultimate total body workout. See you cycling. Bye-bye. When you row, it's never just a leg day or an arms day. You're getting a whole workout from head to toe. So join live workouts streamed directly from waterways around the world, from the Charles River in Boston to Indian Creek in Miami. That's the one I was just talking about. <laughs> to the Thames in London and Loch Ness, Maybe you will see a monster. monster. Compliment your workouts with on-the-mat content, including yoga, Pilates, stretching, and strength training. And I cannot stress how important stretching is. It really is. Uh, enjoy an additional $100 off Hydro and get free Bose headphones when you use Pop Row at checkout. Only at Hydro.com. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com. Offer expires June 5th and promo code Pop Row. And we're giving one away. So keep listening to the show. Oh my gosh, yeah. And we're doing trivia. Mm-hmm. So go to our Instagram account and we're giving one of these suckers away. Mm-mm-mm. That's a good, that's the best prize we're, we've ever we're given We're the away. best pop we are. Right now, life is unpredictable and scary, and that's why insurance exists in the first place. Now, there's no graceful segue here, but Policy Genius is an insurance marketplace, and there's a big demand for life insurance right now. So if you're looking to get your life insurance, here's how they can help. Policy Genius compares quotes from the top life insurance companies in one place. It takes just a few minutes to compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. This doesn't just save a lot of legwork. You could save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. And once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape for free. They're in contact with the life insurance companies every single day, monitoring developments and helping customers navigate every step. So if you're one of the many Many people looking to buy life insurance right now, but you're not sure where to start. Head to PolicyGenius.com. PolicyGenius will find your best rate and handle the process completely. You can stop worrying about life insurance and get back to baking your own bread like everyone's doing right now mm-hmm. or adopting a furry friend. I Ooh. wish. I want one so bad. Yeah. Or just being a kind and considerate human. Oh, Policy Genius. Policy Genius. Well, first of all, for those uh, who are listening who haven't seen Glow Up, can you just briefly tell us the premise of the show? Okay, so um, it is uh, 10 MUAs, 10 makeup artists come together. And um, each week they're set a challenge. And um, they go on location. And then they also, it's a two-day sort of thing. They go on location and then the second day they're set a task that um, is connected in some way to their first day. And then um, any, well, no, first of all, no, they do their first day. And then um, at the end of the first day, we decide, you know, which was the weakest link and which MUAs, two of them, will go into um, the sort of like the red chairs. So mm-hmm. the next day when they're doing their task, um, these two people in the red chairs, sometimes they have a time, um, less time to do the task. And it's they've got to get themselves out of the red chair in order not to end up in the face-off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I love that y'all use twins at the end. I think that's so fair. Uh, do y'all keep the same set of twins this whole season? No. Oh, okay. Because that was that was one that was something that um, I felt we needed to change because um, in the last season we had one makeup artist who was called um, Nikki, and she got the nickname the Face Off Assassin. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Every time she went into the face-off chair, yeah. she went to the same model, so she oh, knew yeah. the model, same thing. And you know, she could always pull it out the bag mm. in the um, in the uh, face-off. And yeah. so I said, you know what? If people are going into the face-off more than once, mm. we need to have different twins, yeah. so that it is always a brand new face that you're working on. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Yeah, that is a great. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because I mean, you get used to yeah, a face. If you lose that many times, it's actually a good thing because you're you're used to yes. beating that face. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, that is a good question. Um, how was it? I remember last season, Lee, the who was colorblind. Were you guys blown away by? I mean, how good his work was? Not being able, like when he would match the foundations, like I have trouble and I'm not colorblind. So I just thought that was crazy. I thought that was remarkable. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it was weird because there were times when he was like fretting over the base, oh, the base is too yellow, the base is too yellow. And I'm like, well, it's not really, you're just faffing for time. You know, and there were there were other times when he got color spot on, and yeah, I mean, it was remarkable that you know he did as well as he did with the colors. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was blown away. The foundation, especially, because that's just so hard. You know, for me with you know that can see color. Um, Oh yeah, I have a, a good question here. Um, <laughs> Y'all are real good at this interview. No, I know <laughs> we we have a lot of questions. Um, I know <laughs> from the past seasons. Uh, I guess season one, since we all haven't seen season two yet. Uh, were there any right. specific challenges uh, that really stuck out to you with the looks that these artists came up with? Oh, see, it was such a long time. I know. <laughs> or are there any? You don't even have to give away. I mean, well. I really loved, I loved the prosthetic yeah. um, challenge when they went to the Harry Potter set. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really good because, you know, doing prosthetics is such a specialised field yeah. that I didn't think that, you know, they would be as good or sometimes as bad mm -hmm. as they were. You True. Know? And, um yeah, I think I, I yeah, I think that was one of my favorite ones. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. One of my favorite, I mean, the episode we saw last night, yes. uh, oh, yeah. the the Japanese neon Oh, Ophelia? Uh, oh, Ophelia. That I thought was just blown was away. Blown away. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well, you know, I was talking, you know, as it was happening, Ophelia, as Ophelia's work was happening, I was talking to um Nim and um, Dom, and I was sort of saying, you know, she's going through five different makeups. When she had the black and the white face, yeah, it was almost good enough. I know, I it know. looked so cool like that. It was so neat, just that simple. <laughs> yeah. And then she did the negative spacing, and I'm like, yes, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then she colored in the negative spacing with red. But the best bit about 
her piece, her work, was you never ever saw her correct her yeah, work. I know it was you perfect know, every stroke. So symmetrical, so even. I it yeah, it blew me away. That is a amazing. gift. And uh, someone that I don't think has the major gift, the one that got kicked off the first episode. Uh, Oh, what's her name? No, it wasn't it. uh, No, he didn't get kicked off. Oh, he didn't? Oh, Ashley got kicked off the first episode. Did I uh, miss that at the end? You're talking about Jake. Yes, Jake. Yes, Jake. (laughs) Jake is an interesting character. I mean, I don't. How? I mean, how do you do? How do you put makeup on with nails 10 inches long? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. And that challenge, I feel like you really missed the mark on the first, on that first challenge. I mean, we saw all these amazing looks that people spent so much time on. And and we were all flowers on his head. And we were so confused. We thought, (laughs) oh, he has something, he's something he's going to pull out at the end. This is going to turn into something. But no, it just kind of, it just was. Um, It was dead. It was. Not so good. It was. And I think that's why Dom, I mean, we were all annoyed, but that's why Dom was so annoyed or irritated because you know you've got to be a great makeup artist to make it onto the show right and everybody you know they're all talented and they're all giving you know 500 percent, and that's the best you can offer i know you made a because you think you've got it you haven't got you haven't got this till the end of the show it's so true you've got to like go for it yeah on every challenge it's you know true yeah. just his makeup on just when you first see him his makeup just on itself was so much better than the challenge and it makes you kind of think like why i think you... his problem is he probably has too much confidence you know he's coming in with a little well, that's exactly yeah. of course yeah and you see that through the show and like i saw that in the first show the first season and you see people like in the first season we had brandon mm-hmm. who was like oh yeah i've got this like you know i love beautiful skin like, you know, this is my bag. It's all about the glow, blah, de, blah, de, blah. And it was like, no, you haven't got it. Yeah. You know, you didn't, you know, and that's the thing. You've, you've really got to, first of all, listen to the brief. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is it they want, you know? Um, and it's got to be, it's got to be better than average. It's... Average won't kick it. You know, somebody said to me in a, a radio interview the other day, they sort of said, oh, but why are the makeups? so outlandish you know why isn't there uh you know like just a nice smoky eye and i said you know or, or, or a red lip and i said because you know this is more than that yeah. you know um that would be too i think that would be too easy you know and it wouldn't make for a great program yeah right you know it's and, true. and what's great about the program is that you know you've got makeup artists watching it you've got you know um families and i mean a 13 year old girl contacted me on uh dm'd me on insta today to sort of say oh look um i just want to show you i've done an ombre lip she's 13 yeah. you know there's seven year olds watching it i mean a friend of mine he's a detective and um he's sort of like in his 60s and he rang me up and said oh my gosh you know i walked past a poster and I looked, it was, it was a poster, it was a face on it. And I was like, oh, no, those eyebrows, they're not on point. You know, and so detective, you know. It makes people think. It really you know? does. Like, Because, I mean, when I was 13, I was like blue eyeshadow here, you know, like didn't 
you know the basics, you know, but um, but now 13 year old girls are doing like a full on glam face with contour and oh, it's great. I could actually see like Glow Up doing a spinoff of Glow Up Juniors. I would love to see teenagers. Oh, that would be cool. Right. You know, I think I might write that to them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. That'd be great. <laughs> they do it with the cooks. You know, they do the like chef junior shows. And I, I think they do a better job than their other, the, the adult chefs. I know. Yeah. And they did project runway with, uh, with kids yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And, oh, really? Yeah. It is I mean, fascinating. Well, especially today, again, as you said, with social media, you I mean, kids are just starting so young with all of these different mediums. I mean, you can just, you have basically with your computer, you have, you know, you have school right in front of you just teaching you things. So it's crazy just how young and how talented people really are, which is great, but it's probably also another question I I guess I have for you is, uh, you know, there's so much more competition these days, especially with makeup and hair. Um, Do you think it, this whole social media world is, do you see it both as a negative and a positive in the makeup field? Uh, there's room for both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, because our world is becoming more digitized, you know, I mean, I always, I always think, I always go back to that film, The Matrix, Yeah. you know, where you have two worlds, you know, there is a world inside the computer that, you know, I mean, like gaming is so kind of intellectual now. It's just so good. It's so real. It is. Like, real yeah. And, you know, so kids can, you know, be in both worlds. Yeah. But, you know, there's nothing like seeing um, makeup or skin in the real world. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, will catwalk shows go away? Probably not. They might be come back in a, a new way, but people need to see Mm-hmm. things moving you know people also need to see textures and, mm-hmm. and how it looks and try it out you know so no i think there's there's room for both you know yeah and we don't say negative anyway don't believe it. only positive good yeah, yeah no, no i have i have several makeup artist friends and they say that they d- makeup artists it's so different to work on somebody else's face versus your own so a lot of times when people do amazing makeup on their own face it doesn't translate to them doing it on somebody else do you find that true? i find that so true and i saw that in the first series because in the first series of blow up we had lots of makeup artists that artists. they do the makeup on themselves and i remember looking over at one point and i'm like oh my gosh, this person, this anyway, doesn't know how to apply mascara on another person. Mm. Because, you know, as a makeup artist, you get in there, you've got the hand on the eyebrow, get right in there, you know. Whereas if you're not trained to do that, then you're just going to be fiddling with a little spoolie because you don't know how a professional makeup artist would work on another person. No. Yeah, it's got to be so completely different. True. Like, it is. You know, touching and I don't know. It just seems like it would be a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Val, can you give us any uh, secrets of the new season? Definitely not. <laughs> oh, come on, Val. <laughs> Nothing? 
I, all I can say, all I can say is um, we go to some incredible locations. Um, uh, there are some very tense moments. And um, yeah, there are some very tense moments. And there's some, you know, there's this one moment uh, with Michelle Visage mm. and myself. And we're critiquing the makeup. And um, we have a sort of a slight difference of opinion. She's saying one thing and I'm saying another. So <laughs> okay. that, that's quite an interesting moment. And then, um, yeah, it does, get, it does get quite dramatic. Yeah. Um, and sometimes in the deliberations, um, when we go off to have a conflab, um, Dom and I just don't disagree, don't, don't agree, especially as the competition moves on and, you know, it's nail-bitingly close yeah. who should go through to the next round. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think you, hopefully I think you'll enjoy it. Well, I know we are, and we yes. thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank we you. were really looking forward to interviewing you today. Um, Val, how can everyone stay in touch with you? Um, well, um, this isn't live, is it? No. <laughs> thank God for that. Yeah, right. Thank yeah, God. We, we edit this all together. It's great. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because um, I, I can give you my email. Okay. Oh, no, no. Not, not sorry. I meant for the listeners to keep in touch with you. Like, what's your Instagram? Oh, about? Your but I would love to have your contact. <laughs> That's why you're like, is this live? Am I going to give my address is... <laughs> So Val, yes. How can everyone uh, follow you on your social medias? Oh well, that's it, that's easy. That's um, you know at Val Garland. All right, that's easy enough. Yeah. I love it. All and right, before guys. you go, can we get a ding dong, please? Yes. Ding dong. Oh, yes. so good. We I needed love that. It. <laughs> yes, it's the best. So, tell me, when is this going to air? Um, let's see. This will air tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, yes. Gosh, so oh yeah. So where, where can I find it? Will I find it on YouTube? Um, no, it's it's any podcast. So um, so anywhere you get your podcast, just look up uh, the Daily oh, Popcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've got it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was totally blonde then, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, where will I find it on YouTube? <laughs> well, well, we... Like the other day, I had to do a, I had to do a um, a radio um, interview and. Um, I was talking to the lady and um, we'd come to the end and she was saying, thank you for coming on and everything. And I sort of said, do you know, I put on a full face of makeup and a lipstick to do this. No one's seen me. I know, I know. That's great. Uh, well, Val, once again, thank you so much for joining yes. us. I know you're a busy woman. Thank you so much. Oh, oh yes. Thank you. This thank was you. fascinating, really. I love it. All right. We'll see you soon. Well, I think I fell in love with her a little more. Me too. And we got a ding dong. And we got, you got your ding dong. It's my favorite. Yeah. No, she's great. I forgot to ask her where she gets her glasses because I love them. Oh, she started cool. on glasses line. She should. Like you Lisa know what? It's probably in the works. It's mm -hmm. a good idea. Mm -hmm. I love that you gave her the nugget of having children do makeup. Oh, Glow Up Juniors oh, would my be God. great. I, it would be insane. I would love to watch kids. Imagine an eight-year-old oh, going in there and doing insane makeup.
Yeah, like the, when they're chefs at yeah. eight and like clothing designers. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. so cool. It's weird though because most people don't like watching kids on TV. It's so hard doing a kid show. No one cares. <laughs> but I think the chef kids, the kids they don't chef do shows, well. They no, don't do, no, they don't. They, Why do you it, think it, that is? I don't know. American Idol juniors, like every anything kid that goes kids. It's yeah. just people don't. Well, the care judges to watch can't kids. be as mean, mean. and yeah. you know it's kind of dumbed down a bit. For don't them. you miss Kid Nation? Oh yes, y'all. There was a show called Kid Nation, which I think we need to. Uh, to go back and rewatch because I don't know if you've watched I've it. I've never watched it, but I've heard you guys talk about okay. it so 20 Kid Nation, million times. Really quickly, <laughs> then I'll let you go. Um, it was a Fox show and it was they put like a hundred kids into this old Western town. An that old was, tiny town. And so they all had to live with no adults or anything on their own and survive. Yeah, it's like Lord of the Flies yeah. experiment. And we call it children. Kid Nation lips because all of them had got so dehydrated and their lips were lips. so chapped. <laughs> like, give them some chapstick, people. Mm -hmm. uh, and I couldn't watch. I didn't really get into the show because I it, it disturbed me seeing how dehydrated they were. <laughs> They I felt were really so he was very concerned for their hydration. I, did, I was just like, mm -hmm. I can't watch this. These poor kids. So all right. So go check that out. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Uh, this is a fun reality uh, roundup. I know. Go watch Glow Up on Netflix season one right now, and you'll get why we love Val so much. Mm -hmm. um, be good to each other. Don't drink and drive. Take care of them animals. Yep. And we'll see you Monday on The Daily Popcast. The Daily Popcast is executive produced by me and Sim Sarna, written and produced by Jess Keener, and music by Josh Cook and Alicia Eagle. The Daily Popcast is a Cloud 10 production and is powered by Simplecast.